Jeremiah 33 verse 3. Call to me. Let's do it together. Call to me and I will answer you. And tell you and even show you great and mighty things. Things which have been confined and hidden. Which you do not know and understand and cannot distinguish. Psalms 1 verse 2 says, The Lord's deeds are spectacular. They should be studied by all who enjoy them. 2022 is the year of discovery for us all. I don't know whether you've noticed, but March is soon coming to an end. What have you discovered so far? And what are you running with? If you're not careful, December will come. And it was the year of discovery. And you discovered nothing. So 2022, I want you to personalize it and say, it is my year of discovery. Say it to your neighbor. Turn to the other one on the other side and tell them. Say it with conviction. Say it with revelation. Say it full of faith. Amen. The word discovery is derived from the word discover, which consists of two parts. That is the this and the cover. To cover something means to conceal, to hide. To discover, therefore, means to uncover, to open, to reveal, to unmask, or to remove the covering from. It is a process. Discovery is a step-by-step process. It is an ongoing process. It is not an event. We progress from one level to the next as we strive to fulfill our God-given mission here on earth. We are a people on a mission. Never ever lose focus on that, that you are a person on a mission. And no one else will accomplish your mission. Together, we become responsible for that which God has called us to do. Whether you are at the marketplace doing something different, you are a man and a woman on a mission. And therefore, it's important that on that journey, that we keep on discovering that which God wants us to discover. Because that, therefore, becomes instrumental in us achieving or fulfilling our God-given mission. Therefore, you realize that at the onset of every challenge or the victory that you have, there is the level of awareness that you have. But continuous victory cannot be achieved with the same level of awareness that you began with. You have to purpose to increase your awareness. You have to purpose to increase, keep on discovering so that you keep on enjoying your Victory in the journey of life. Spiritual discovery, therefore, leads to more spiritual discovery and deep intimacy with God. You can't discover today and it fails to prompt you to discover the next. There is a joy 
There is a momentum that builds when we focus and we put our focus to keep discovering because our work and our journey is a spiritual discovery. And the, the faster we realize that, the better for us. When we are out of God's cover, when we are out of God's cover and protection, we are not on his radar. And we become the target of Satan's attention, the object of Satan's discovery. So long as we are not the object of God's discovery, the opposite happens. Once we are out of his cover, we are out of his radar. And that positions us for Satan's attention and his discovery. We therefore become the object of discovery. That means we are naked. We are not covered. And he's able to do with us what he wants to do with us. Today, I want us to look at a short message captioned the responsibility of discovery. The responsibility of discovery. Discovery has the responsibility side. And I began by asking us and telling us that we are in the month of March. And if you look back, pastor has been pouring his heart out for us since he laid the vision for the year for us. Sunday after Sunday. I don't know about you, but the question is, what are you discovering? What, are you, what have you internalized? What are you running with at this time? Whether you are not running with the theme, you are running with something. So whichever way we are all running, and we are running with something, the question is, what are we running with? What is the fuel that we are using to run? What's the vehicle that we are using to travel the journey of life that God has laid for us? So I want us to look at two pillars of the responsibility of discovery. Going through scriptures and looking at the lives of men and women of God, I've come to notice something, that discovery is generational. Discovery is generational. That is our first point. Deuteronomy 29.29 says, The hidden things of the Lord our God are uncovered, are uncovered, unto us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. The hidden things, God is a master at hiding things. He finds pleasure in concealing things that we may seek out from him. He finds pleasure in hiding things he says, the hidden things, plural, the hidden things of the Lord our God are uncovered, are uncovered unto us and to our children forever. So that we do what? So that we may do all the words of this law. Our responsibility is to do. Discovering alone and not doing will not make us move to the next level. Each generation bears the burden of responsibility for their generation and the generation after them. Our discovery today, therefore, becomes the valuable building blocks for our children tomorrow. If you don't discover today, what building blocks will they have to begin with? We therefore have a responsibility 
for our generation, but also for the next generation that is coming after us. That's why it's the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is a generational God. If we lay, if we are running with prayerlessness, and we are running with wellness, that is the building block that you are passing on to the next generation. That is what they will build on. Don't be surprised when they begin to struggle with prayer. Don't be surprised when they don't have value for the house of God. Don't be surprised when they don't have time for God. Because they are picking what you are modeling before them. We therefore have a responsibility for our generation and for the next generation that is coming. And that is our responsibility. So discovery is generational. Each generation seeks to expand on the previous generation discovered in order to make more discoveries. They build on what we pass to them. They build on, I'm building on what my daddy passed to me. And getting challenged and pushing myself to do better than he did. Because it, is, it will be a criminal offense if I did less with the circumstances that he had. He did better. He strived to do better. With the information that we have now, we can do much better than they did. The apostles will stand before the throne of God and ask us what we did with the gospel. And they will compare what they did with the little knowledge that they had and the results that they achieved. Church, we have to wake up and ask ourselves the question, what will we leave for the next generation that is coming after us? What are we leaving for them? Are we leaving for them integrity? Are we leaving for them the fear of God? Are we leaving for them the passion to serve God, the passion to be involved, the passion to be committed, the passion not to be ashamed of the one that has enlisted us in his army. We must ask ourselves that question. Every day when you wake up and as you go down to sleep, how have I contributed to these ones that are coming after me today? How have I impacted their lives? Habakkuk cried in Habakkuk 3.2, he begged God for the renewal of his wondrous works in the generation. And this is how he said, I have heard all about you, Lord. I am filled with awe by your amazing works. In this time of our deep need, help us again as you did in the years gone by. In your anger, remember your mercy. He says, I have heard of your wondrous works, which means their forefathers passed something to them. On their work with God, their discoveries, what they discovered about God and the assignment. And now he was petitioning God just as you did for them. Do it in our time. If their fathers never experienced God, he would not have made that prayer. But they laid a foundation that helped him to make a prayer. That as you did with them, Lord, in our deep trouble now, in our deep need now, renew it in our time. Please note that our failure to discover today 
represents a missed opportunity for our generation, as well as a liability for the next generation. When we fail to discover today, when I fail to discover today, when you fail to discover today, and I we fail to discover today, it represents a missed opportunity for our generation, as well as a liability for the next generation. So purpose, and ask yourself this question, what will you leave for the next generation that will put the burden of responsibility to discover? Number two, discovery is the spiritual product of the never-ending communion and intimacy with the Holy Spirit. It's a product, a spiritual product of the never-ending communion and intimacy with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the driving force and the face of discovery. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, 9-11 to says, But on the contrary, as the scripture says, What eye has not seen, and ear has not heard, and has not entered into the heart of man, all that God has prepared, made and keeps ready for those who love him, who hold him in affectionate reverence, promptly obeying him, and gratefully recognizing the benefit he has bestowed. Yet to us, yet to us, say to us, he says, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, but yet to us, that means we are a peculiar people. We have a place. We have a position. That that which is concealed to the men of this world, God by his grace positions us to get to know by his spirit. He says, yet to us, God has unveiled and revealed them by and through his spirit. For the Holy Spirit searches diligently, exploring and examining everything, even sounding the profound and bottomless things of God, the divine counsels and things hidden and beyond man's scrutiny. The Holy Spirit reveals them to us. For what person perceives, knows, and understands what passes through a man's thoughts except that man's own spirit within him? Just so no one discerns, comes to know and comprehend the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. That's why we have to partner with the Holy Spirit because he's the driving force and the face of discovery. He searches the deep secrets of God and reveals them to us. A life without the Holy Spirit is a life full of spiritual blindness because you will not be able to see. A never-ending partnership with the Holy Spirit, therefore, is essential to living a life of discovery. God is both generous and stingy. His revelatory truths and insights are not found lying around on the surface. He hides them because he wants you to be focused. He wants me to be focused. He wants me to seek, to search it out. Then by the help of his spirit, he opens it to us. So we become responsible for that which we are discovering. God commanded us to multiply and take dominion in the book of Genesis. But please note that there can never be dominion unless there is an intentional, continuous discovery, which is the foundation of the revelational knowledge. You can't take dominion without knowledge. You can't take dominion in, on this earth for God without knowledge. 
We therefore position ourselves as we seek to discover on a daily basis with the help of the Holy Spirit to bring that to that place of taking dominion. In 2 Peter chapter 1 from verse 5 to 15, we will not read our paraphrase. Peter exhorts us that to make every effort, make every effort to add to your faith, to add to your faith. It is not enough to have faith. It is not just enough to say, I believe. It is not just enough to say, I'm born again. What will make the difference is the intentionality. Making every effort to add to your faith something. And he begins by saying, adding to your faith goodness. But the second aspect of it that I want to focus says, unto goodness, knowledge. But if you jump to the end of it, it says, if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, then you will be effective. You will be effective in your and fruitful and productive in your service to God. Which means the opposite is true, that if we don't possess those qualities in increasing measure, then we become ineffective, unproductive, and spiritually blind. And he says that they, will forget, they are forgotten that they were saved from their sins. So it's a, a responsibility on your shoulders and on my shoulders once we have believed to add to our faith something. So he says, add to your faith knowledge. And in order to be effective and fruitful in our service to God, as a result, we can say, therefore, that discovery begets knowledge. Discovery begets knowledge. Please note that in the natural, in the natural, valuable, precious minerals are hidden beneath the earth. And it takes much effort and resources and time to unearth and discover them. The other day, they just discovered huge deposits of gold in Kakamega. After how many years since Kenya attained this benefit? In my place where I come from, they discovered oil. Where we live, there's a line of oil passing there. Precious, valuable things are not exposed. You just don't walk and find them. I am now above fourth floor. I have never found gold walking just to pick or diamond. Precious things are hidden. You can choose today to go deep in your relationship with God and grasp the hidden secrets of God that will make you effective in your service for him. Or you can choose to settle at the surface. The choice is yours today. Similarly, valuable spiritual insights and knowledge are concealed and hidden, so we must seek them out with the help of the Holy Spirit. So how do we take responsibility for the, process, for the process of discovery? Number one, you must be born again. If you are not born again, you are out of God's radar. That is where we begin. The access, the initial access password to enter his presence is salvation. And that positions you for what he has in store for you. Number two, we must make a conscious effort to seek out and discover the ancient paths and truths 
Please note what Jeremiah said in Jeremiah 6, 16. Thus says the Lord, stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? And walk therein and you shall find rest for your souls. He told them what to do. We have to study the apostles. We have to study the prophets. What did they do? What did the early church do that we are not doing today? What sacrifice did they make that we are not making today? What excuses did they conquer that is conquering us today? We have to look at, stand in the ways and see and ask for the old path. Where is the good way? And walk therein and you shall find rest for yourself. But you know what some of them said? We will not walk therein. So discovery is a choice. It's a choice that you make. Number three, we must make conscious decisions to live by the truth we have discovered. Only discovered truths and insights that are put into practice can be passed down to the next generation. What you don't leave, don't affect the next generation. What you don't leave out is not models to the next. What you don't leave out is foreign to you and will be foreign to the generation after you. So we must discover, but also we must purpose make that conscious decision to live by those truths. And finally, partner with the Holy Spirit. Partner with the Holy Spirit. Don't leave him behind. Don't ignore him. He knows everything about God. He knows everything. We can partner with him and take responsibility for discovery. That's my prayer for you, my prayer for me, my prayer for us. That we are rising up to take responsibility of discovery. Let it not just be another year that came and went. Let's have tangible proofs that we are working it out. We are working it out. Discovery is work. So if you fear work, I'm afraid. You have to fold your sleeves. Get ready. Because it is work. It is work to discover. It is work to keep on the path of discovery. I pray that God will release his grace upon us. To help us to come to a place. A place of that revelational knowledge. A place of understanding. A place where we are ever, 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 ever increasing in our discovering of the truth and the insights that God has laid down for us. Father, we want to thank you. We bless you and we honor you. There is no one else like you, O King of Glory. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege that you have given us, O God, to partner with you, to partner with your Holy Spirit, who is the driving force and the face of discovery. My prayer is, O God, fill each and every one of us here in the name that is above every name. Bring us to a place of responsibility. In the name of Jesus, we bless you and we honor him. Blessed be your holy name. In the name of Jesus. I want you to take 30 seconds with your hands lifted. Ask him to help you to take responsibility 
to be intentional. To pursue him. To delight. To study his word. To delight in him. To find joy in calling him out. Calling upon him. To reveal to you hidden secret things that you need for your generation. Take responsibility for your asking. That is a prayer that nobody can pray for you. You pray it for yourself. In the name of Jesus, we bless you and we honor you. Lord, I join up with the saints in this place, asking you to help us to take responsibility. Asking you to help us to call out on you on a daily basis as Jeremiah cried. Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, and to take responsibility for our generation, as well as for the generation that is coming after us. In the name of Jesus, because you commanded that this shall pass to your children and to your children's children. In the name of Jesus, that we will have a spiritual legacy to hand over to those that are coming after us. We thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah. Lord, this passes with your love. I pray for those men and women. The Lord, their lives will not remain the same again. To make a commitment to you. To relate with you. Give us a blessed week. A week full of discoveries. As we rise up to take responsibility. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Have a fruitful, blessed week.